Hello, everyone, and welcome to Completely Useless Talking, the fourth worth podcast on the internet and places where... Fourth worth? F- Shut up. <laughs> fourth worst. There, you happier. Fourth worst podcast. I tripped over my tongue ah, and said, fuck it, I'm wrong. Screw it. it. Run the intro again. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Welcome to Complete Talking. <laughs> you see, we did it again. I'll put the music in twice, and then we'll go from there. All right, yeah. yeah. Well, f- well f- I fucked up. I fucked up because what I laughed. No, I fucked up. How that did you time. fuck up? Because you said hello, and then I and then I started laughing. So yeah, then we're fine. Yeah, f- fuck it. Run the intro again. Ah, third time's the charm. <laughs> hello, and welcome to Complete Uses Talking, the fourth worst podcast on the internet. And places where we have yet to go, yet to find, and probably just going to sit in a room for the next hour and a half <laughs> and talk about the most useless anecdotes known to man. Yes, there you go. Because... Using, using big words. Use big words. Who are you again? I am Thomas Casey Zellers, and you are not. I am not Thomas Casey Zellers. <laughs> I am Dylan. And I am... Dylan. Dylan Bateson. Dylan Bateson. Master of Intrigue. I am Dylan Bateson. <gasps> You've taken my identity... Dylan. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> but, I am, but now I am Thomas Casey Sellers. Oh, shit. Now we have reversed that the rules. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, you're a beautiful man. I'm not going to really scare you. I am that. a beautiful man. And that means I, I can finally that. wear hats. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I wear hats all the time. You know what was really funny was I saw a video recently where it actually, I <laughs> I, cried. I wanted to send I wanted to send it to like almost every girl that I know oh, is no. caked in makeup. Oh no. It was some girl who was caked in makeup. Yeah. And in the video, she said, Hey, fellas, take off all your hats. Let's see how attractive you are after that. And then he, go, and then it cuts to some dude and he goes, All right. How about you use a baby wipe to clean off all that makeup off your face and let's see how attractive you are. Let's talk about that. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was about ready to send it to just almost every girl that I know is caked in makeup. Oh my God. Why would you start that war? <laughs> Why would you start the violence? I uh, want to know what the thought press was. It's, just, <gasps> it's cute. cute. It, is, it, is, it is a cute. It is a cute thing. It is a cute cameo and only in visual sense. If you can get her to scream into the microphone, that'd be fantastic. Say hi. Come on, Q. Yeah! (laughs) You're free. Let the cat go. Let the cat go. I know. I'm out. She's got a hold of me. (laughs) I know. She doesn't know how to use her claws. You're a good baby cat. Now flee, because this man harasses... (laughs) <laughs> whoa whoa we probably shouldn't say that oh no I'll, I'll bleep that one out <laughs> the cats oh <laughs> uh, so how you been since the last time i saw you um perfectly decent perfectly almost oh wait decent. a fun story to say i yes. almost got fired from my bar gig the do tell so we hired a new woman she lasted all of two days mm-hmm. because um she did a no-no. She poured a drink into a plastic cup without wall on the clock. And uh, yeah, so XYZ, you get booted. So how did you almost get fired? Because I was looking directly <laughs> at her on the security cameras, and I don't remember any of that. Like, she did it while talking to me and, like, filling up something with a gun. Uh, and then pouring vodka in there. Gotcha. And then 
Yep, they called yeah. her in the office like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, oh, Dylan said I could do it. And they said, bullshit, we brought him in a half hour early to, half hour <laughs> oh. early to talk about this. I said, checkmate. Checkmate. Check yes. and mate. mate. Nah, it was just, that was always fun. It was, yeah. It's just like, it happened after like the most chaotic Saturday I've worked in a minute. <laughs> where I, It was just like, okay, everything's fine. Everything's going okay. We're going to be okay. And then between 6.30 and 7.30, everyone decided to walk through the doors. And we said, ah! <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm so distracted by your eyes right now. You really do have blue fucking eyes. People have been dude. telling me like they were getting like sharply more blue as days have gone on, and I'm like, they what are, are you talking they, about? No, dude, like the, your eyes are gorgeous. I'm telling you. Listen, <laughs> I know what they're worth. Also, I think that mug's been leaking for a little bit. You like, you tell me at, that now? Look at the table. Yeah, Just is. put it right there. Yeah. Just put it on the ground. Well, <laughs> Oh, I hope that got picked up. Come on, to give us some ASMR. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think this, every time we have a conversation, I enjoy them a lot. How's the ASMR right now? But I feel like whenever we have the conversation, how is the ASMR? Who's just talking? What? It, it, it just completely embodies the fact of this podcast. Is completely useless. Yes, Mary, but yeah. I think we entertain people quite well. <laughs> the Christians faked the moon landing. <laughs> the Christians of all people. <laughs> it's not. It's not Hollywood anymore. It's Christians. <laughs> but you have to ask yourself then: What brands of Christianity, or did they all come together? Oh, like the Westboro Christ Baptist Church. Who else? <laughs> you think they have that budget? Their budget goes into making popular. Like making pop songs into like God fearing Christian songs. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It looks like. What is this? You don't know? No. So the Westboro Baptist Church will take like um, a lot of popular songs. Okay. Like uh, they did Gaga's songs like all the time, like Poker Face. And they would make them into po -po -po that one. Yeah, but they would make it about God fearing and repenting and all that shit. It doesn't have the same. It nah. doesn't work like that. No, I'll show same. you one of them because like, oh, that means my search history is going to be tainted by the Westboro Baptist Church again. I'll just use DuckDuckGo. Sponsor? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So I'm glad to be back, dude. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm not, not paying him to do this. You no. just see me throwing five bucks <laughs> at it. Well, I also just wanted to real quick address that uh, uh, I had quite a few people. Oh, are we going to talk about that? Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. I, I, have, had, a, I have an opinion I wanted to share on that statement, too. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I was approached by several people. Um, I won't say any of them. Um, but we had Jefferson. Yeah, that fucking guy. No, all <laughs> Jefferson. Um, but a handful of people reached out to me after that episode, and uh, really appreciated that. Uh, I briefly spoke about uh, my mental health journey, and you did as well. And yeah. I mean, we didn't really get into full details about it, nor no. am I really going to. I'm a pretty private person. I don't mind talking about mine. <laughs> um, but. Uh, no, I just want everybody to know that if you're listening now, that uh, I really appreciate your words, but uh, I also want to come clean and just say that, you know, I'm I'm just a human and I'm not perfect and I don't have all the answers. So please uh, seek further guidance and help. 
uh, from a certified, qualified professional uh, that actually knows what's going on inside your head. And if needed, please, please take medicine. It's not a bad thing to do so. It is helpful for you. And, uh, uh, of course, I am always here to be a helping hand. And, uh, yeah, it's it was very overwhelming. And, I don't know, just... I don't know. That's why I contacted you and said, I think we need to do another episode. And well, you, to... you're contracted for 17 more episodes. Oh, shit. Yeah, you Am didn't I? see that in the very tiny print. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Terms of agreement, bitch. Ah, oh, damn it. I need to <laughs> negotiate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my lawyer. She's walking back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So my, my stance on that, I don't make a lot of Facebook posts because who gives a shit? Like, I only have, like, very small amounts of people on there. But, um... I hope those conversations helped. Um, I hope mm-hmm. that those that was a f- that helped you helped everyone who contacted Thomas and who listens to this. I hope that led in a good direction to realize we're all human. Uh, we mm-hmm. all could use help, and it's not afraid. It's not a bad thing to ask for help. Yeah. And yeah, I just hope that it goes in the right direction for you. You start talking openly about your mental and emotional health, and that. The people that you surrender with are open and caring towards any of your ongoing battles. Well said. Yeah. Well said. I 100% agree. Oh, God. I read the script right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, where's a piece of paper? Uh, no, we just need giant cue cards. <laughs> so, in full candor, behind the curtain, Thomas brought up this idea, which we're going to do next God episode that we're together, <laughs> um, that we're going to... Video slash audio us eating jalapeno habanero peppers. What, whatever the hottest pepper we can find and we can get our hands I on. I was thinking we just do an episode of Hot Ones and we enjoy some wings. Like start off while like, we're talking. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And we then do, we die. <laughs> we do our own. <laughs> we do a bastardization called Lukewarm Ones. Lukewarm Twos. Lukewarm Twos. <laughs> I love it. And then we can't be, it's a parody. We can't be sued. No, no. No. Nope. First we feast. Please don't. I like your content. <laughs> Sean, please. <laughs> please. Please, Sean. Please, Sean. We like your interviewing skills. <laughs> They're fantastic. Oh, the cat is distracting. I'm sorry. You're always distracted by the cats. Okay, so. Man. I have got quite an anecdote. For us to talk about mm. today. The last time we brought this up, we did mental health. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now I got one that I'm sure is probably going to take about the next 30 minutes. Go on. Okay. This is going to be very interesting for everybody listening. Oh, so no. I'm, I'm really excited about this. Oh, no. Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? And if so... Which ones? Oh, God, I'll have to look at a list. There's some some that are just, like, fucking stupid. And, like, a lot of them come from the sci-fi show where this guy went to places that, Uh like, were like, da-da, Shambhala's at the bottom of the ocean. And, like, (laughs) ah, the Spear of Longinus is in Area 51 after Patton found a fake and real one. Okay, do you think aliens are in Area 51? I believe that we've found some wreckage and it's hidden in the most secure spot in the United States. I feel like it, they've happened around the world. Okay. But, like, the Area 51 myth is just kind of, like, there. That, like, everything... Like, Area 51 has some shit. Stealth technology, some other technologies. Yeah. And dead alien remains. Yeah. I agree. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just feed me some because I don't know any. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the number one that I mm-hmm. 100% believe in. You mean to tell me that in 2023, where we have self-parking cars, self-driving cars, we have fabrics on couches and shoes that are quote-unquote spill-proof, like they can't get wet. You mean to tell me out of all of this modern science and technology, we have not found a cure for cancer, Alzheimer's, dementia, paralysis, the common fucking cold we have not found a cure for we just say here have some ibuprofen dude if we're gonna go down the big pharma <laughs> conspiracies listen i believe in all that like it's just like oh yeah. it's just like they don't want to cure anything they just want customers that's the biggest well, thing about you that. you're a big wrestling fan yes um i check in on it periodically i'll, I'll admit that oh i'm going to fast lane here in indianapolis in october cool want to bring me I, I mean, I'll, I'll go to a, I'll go to a live show just to see people jump off ladders and shit. Listen, if you want that, go to Warrior <laughs> Wrestling. Sponsor me, please. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. So you're a big WWE fan. I'm a big wrestling fan as a concept. Gotcha. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Came out f- several years ago. Mm-hmm. Said I uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, and it, in 2018, and it, and and it came, came back. back, and like, and then he came back like. And then he said, I got to go away and get treatment. Now, here's the thing. I did the research on this because it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. His type of leukemia. Yeah. On average for his kind of treatment that he was receiving. Casey's always is not a doctor. (laughs) I'm not. Nor will I ever claim to be. (laughs) I just want to put that out there. His type of leukemia and the type Mm -hmm. of treatment he was receiving on average should take about three to four years for his leukemia to go into remission. He was back and wrestling and healthy after four and a half months. Was it really only four and a half months? Yeah. So that tells me somebody. Something. Paid billions of dollars up the ass (laughs) to take care of this person. I... Yeah, if we're going to go down that conspiracy rabbit hole real quick. Yes. I I very much believe that there's some kind of... um, like we there's it's just for the rich and famous it's like kind of like that soul sucking kind of thing for hollywood people who'd go and now i'm young again you know what i mean yeah it's something like that because yeah yeah, it's just to me it it does vibe with this idea that it is kind of just like an all big conspiracy that turn and burn blah 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 xyz Mm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but just because after, <laughs> after just, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I really don't because I was just legitimately like, I agree with that. Okay. I need to ramble more because then there'll be dead air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know somebody who would be perfect at rambling on. I'm not going to say her name. It starts with a K and rhymes with a Sandra. Clarissa. So, close. You're really <laughs> close there. Um, now what else okay Mm -hmm. um i don't necessarily believe this one but i didn't know this was a thing until the other day the rothschild family conspiracy have you ever heard that i think i've heard of it vaguely i don't know the full details okay so back in like 1912 Mm -hmm. uh john jacob astor was the richest man alive yeah there was also rockefeller yeah and there was also uh rothschild Mm -hmm. okay the 
man that was on the Titanic, the richest man on the ship, was also the richest man in the world at the time, name of John Jacob Astor, who went Good, down. The, the iceberg ship. took out one of them. I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud. <laughs> proud. Good, Iron Good job, right iceberg. There. Yeah. <laughs> Give that one a medal. <laughs> Where's Chewie's medal? <laughs> Where's the iceberg's medal? <laughs> We're not going to open that door. Oh, dude, I could talk on and on Star Wars. Anyway. Listen, we're just going to go to a corner real quick off the space <laughs> by the Skywalker and then go from there. Oh, dude. I could not do anything with the last three Star Wars movies. Okay. Force Awakens was good. No, wait, bring, and I bring, thought. Bring it back to the conspiracy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could ramble on. Um, ramble about that in the other So episode. it's believed. So Rothschild was actually supposed to go on the Titanic, but then yeah. he backed out last second. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's believed that, and obviously it's not true, but it's believed that the iceberg hitting was um it was a like what was it was it was a hit job on John Jacob Astor so, so that he of could the become being a hero it's agent 47 but in the form of an iceberg just coming over just going like tired of fire moving in to kill there's like him in a submarine like, surrounded by ice just going Shit. Oh my god. I mean, like, if you think about it, there mm-hmm. are some things that I could believe about that. Yeah. One, the crow's nest people had no binoculars. In most ships, they had binoculars. Well, do you know why? Why? Uh, they were locked up in the captain's, captain's quarters, right? So, what? Well, I'm a history buff. Right? I am too. So, this is so. Gosh, the Titanic is one of my favorite things. Well, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> now there are five. But it's one of my favorite things too. to study in history. Yeah. Um, He's learning from the iceberg. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm learning from the iceberg. Um, the tip. Um, so what happened was, is they, whenever they were docked in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they went from England <clears throat> to Cherbourg, France, and then over to Ireland and then made their way across. Yeah. So whenever they uh, were think, in Ireland. James Cameron missed out on that part. No, it's in the movie. I know. It's a long movie. <laughs> um, we know how it ends. Uh, but whenever they were in Ireland, they uh, switched uh, a few crewmen. Um, and one of the officers that was being Had taken off the on ship. The Yes. Um, one of the officers that was be t- being taken off the ship, he had the binoculars in his locker. And he was in such a hurry to get off the ship that he actually he took the key something. to his locker he in his suitcase. It. He knew everything. And so they were never able to find the binoculars. A conspirator. Exactly. My he God. was in on it with Rothschild. <laughs> so it was Rothschild be like, ah, I need to be the richest man in the world. And well, so like, yeah, it's go. well, and so it's believed that ever since then, in World War One, World War Two, and everything all the way to like nine eleven, and even like COVID, is all by the doing of the Rothschilds family, and they are amending the world by their own will. And I'm surprised no one's like bursting through the door right now and trying to like shoot me in the head. <laughs> to shut me up because you are tiny peon you are a tiny who peon. would ever listen to me yeah tiny minnow does what that's like with a lot of people who are like neo-socialist or neo-communist right now they're like the government's gonna come for us like yeah right whatever yeah. Kid. <laughs> the government has better things to be doing right now like spending your money on their pockets yes and their suits yes and the roads they're not fixing yeah, oh, dude, I was driving down the road another, the other day, and it was just, it was patched. It wasn't, like, repaved. It needed wow. to be repaved. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just patched for maybe, so like, like yeah, for, like, maybe, like, almost a mile, 
and there were signs signs that people had picketed and put up on their own doing saying don't patch our roads fix our roads and i was like these are taxpayers that know what the fuck they're talking about (laughs) like these are people that care you know what the worst part of indiana like um uh, road mending laws are Uh, every road has the same amount of money directed to it that's true so I'm just over here that's like, true. no, that gravel road that's somewhere in the middle of Indianapolis does not need more attention <laughs> than this motherfucker. <laughs> oh. uh. All right. Uh, what are the conspiracy theories? Uh, ooh. Was 9-11 an inside job? Okay, so... Did we land on the moon? Oh, we landed on the moon. Okay. I definitely believe that we landed on the moon. Okay. Yeah, because... I don't know, though. Did we? Yes. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Because I have lost radio communication in a building that's about half a mile long. You mean to tell me that we've had perfect radio communication from here to the fucking moon? Yes. Really? Yes. Prove it. Satellites. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, people, I do believe that we landed on the moon. I just like being the devil's advocate. <laughs> it makes for good content. It does. <laughs> No, I do that to a buddy of mine uh, all the time. Uh, like, I don't know. Did we land on the moon? And he just gets so frustrated with me all the time. It's like, shut up, dude. Like, I don't know. Did we? I was love the people <laughs> who are like, you can't see the stars. I'm like, no one can take a picture of the stars unless it's like really high aperture. And like the the frame rate, not the frame rate, the focal length's like. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's big. because No, yeah. it's small. I don't know. I'm a photographer, and yet I don't know what the fuck I'm talking what about. What are you... You're a photographer, and you don't... What? I'm breaking in the moment. I'm Leave so me alone. Bad. Technical aspects and I are scared of each other in every moment. <laughs> every, uh, if someone's like, um, da-da-da-da-da about the camera, I'm like... <laughs> and I just show them the specs about the picture I took. So why aren't you doing the cinematography for Comfort Zone? Why is Brian doing it? Because! Okay, you didn't have to go high voice on me. I did! (laughs) Ironically, though, um, Brian's talking about doing his movie. He's like, yeah, I got a... uh, I was like, yeah, I'll help out if you need it because Mm -hmm. I'm okay being a sound guy. I just like holding cameras and doing that stuff a bit more. Yeah. And then um, he's like, yeah, I got a buddy with a pocket cinema cinema 6K. Mm -hmm. I got one. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, it was on sale. It dropped at like 600 bucks and I said... I only have a, uh, oh gosh, Blackmagic Design uh, pocket cinema camera. The 4K one? Yeah. It looks like a, like a fucking like disposable camera. Oh. But like you put like different lenses on it, obviously, and whatnot, and it's a cinema camera. It's a cinematic camera. Yeah, it's the 4K they use in Micro Four Third lenses. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's low light, so you definitely have to like light some shit up. I have to one make too. everything look good, and it is it's awesome. I, I like it. <laughs> I also got a um, mirrorless uh, Sony uh, A7 III. Oh, they're tiny and powerful. I, I was, was like, gonna say I have a I have the Alpha. Oh God, I can't even remember right now. Oh, that camera's feelings are hurt right now. They are. Hurt. I'm so sorry, Sony. Sony doesn't give a fuck. Sony doesn't give a fuck. No, you know the, you know the worst part about that camera purchase was? It was mm. a bundle, so like streaming set, so I got like some of the equipment like right here and all that. Okay, can I ask you... What's up? How do you feel about streaming versus theater experience? I have to ask you that oh, as a okay. fellow filmmaker. Because um, me, personally, 
if there's like say some say take like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Four hour long movie. Yeah. Take the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Yeah. Four hour long movies. Yeah. Perfect for streaming. I can pause the movie. I can go yeah. pee. I can go run a few errands real quick. Come back. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Now, ideally, a four hour movie isn't going to be in theaters because, well, it's four hours and they want to sell out as many theaters and as many seats as they can. And they so don't want the people to fall asleep in the theater. Yes. So. But do you think that every almost like half of films these days are being just sent straight to streaming services and being classified as television movies? So do you think streaming is... Well, you said theater. Yeah, the theater experience. Oh, I thought you meant like the theater as in comedy and tragedy and all that. Oh, no, no, no. I mean like the theater's dead. Okay. Unfortunately, theater is is long dead. I will keep fighting for that theater. Oh, I will. I will. To the I, day I die. The Carmel Palladium. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. I've and, performed on that. Oh, you have? Yeah. Nice. Choir. Nice. Yeah. They're like, yeah, for your junior year, you're going to perform on the Palladium. I said, huh? You what, mate? Huh? Huh? No, um, yeah, a theater, I think it's unfortunately dead and dying, and I miss it. I will burn into the light. I will oh, bring yeah. it into the light. And oh, yeah. I do like the guy at the Met right now. Not the Met. Yeah, the Met. He's just like this cool uh, conductor right now who's like, yeah, we lower the tickets and everything so everyone can just go see it. I said, thank you. <laughs> because I like to go see things. And the Met's expensive. <laughs> now I can get in. Okay, so what are your thoughts on that, though? Like, uh, the what, streaming what you, versus theater? Yeah, theater? streaming versus so, theater. So, yeah. in my opinion, there are some movies that are made for theater. As much as I'm probably not going to go see that before I see Barbie, Oppenheimer is designed for a theater. It is. Oppenheimer is is designed from the way the camera is shot to the way that the sound is mixed Mm -hmm. to the way that everything is captured. Yes. There are just certain movies that need to be on a big screen because they have... Top Gun Maverick. No, yeah. No, I'm not... Correct. Yeah. You're very much right because, like, we wanted to see American version of Star Wars. (laughs) Hey, Top Gun Maverick is honestly probably my sh- favorite movie in the past couple of years. Right but now. look at me dead in the eyes and tell me that trench run wasn't taken directly. Oh no, it was. Wars. Oh no, it was. Yeah. It was straight up. Oh yeah, straight up. Yeah, but no, like that. That's like th- there are certain movies that demand that caliber. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, one movie that kind of got snubbed of that Prey, like the Predator movie that came out. Oh the yeah, movie. I love that one. That should have been. I actually theater. watched that recently with a uh, a lady friend. <gasps> Lady yeah. friend. Yeah. My God. Yeah. My cat doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So like there are some movies that deserve. I feel like Prey was snubbed for no reason that it should not have been in the theater. Honestly. Oh, my God, dude. I. I was. OK. I was saying this to my good buddy, Christian Griffith, who did mm-hmm. the cinematography on Siege. Mm-hmm. And he is an expert at cinematography. No matter yeah. no matter what he says about himself. Christian, you're an expert. Hi, Christian. Um, I told him I saw the movie with a couple of friends and a girlfriend of mine at the time. Mm-hmm. We saw it at his place on the couch. And. Dude, I just remember it's like I fell in love with the movie because I was just like the cinematography in this film is fantastic. Right. The shots are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't I, look, look, if if like slasher movies like aren't your thing and blood and gore, like it's not really my thing. I don't go out of the way. But like, 
the movie was so beautiful and it was so well done. You could tell that they didn't rush it. No. Like they did the last Predator movie before that with, um, what's his name? Uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, the yeah. like the Predator. Yeah, the pre- Predators was good. Oh, the I, one with Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody and is a bunch of dudes. Yeah, and the chick is Danny just, Trejo dies within the first five minutes. Yeah, I was and, like, big well, sad. Dude, my favorite character was uh was the the chick with the sniper rifle. Oh, 100%. One hundred percent. She was she was so badass. <laughs> I loved. We're getting a little bit up, to, but same thing. I love the scene where they're where Lawrence Fishburne's trying to smoke him out and everything, and then just like Adrian Brody just blows up a part of the wall. And he's like, "Good work, dipshit. Yeah. We're not out. Wasn't meant for that. Yeah, and then, wasn't meant for that." And then like the three predators just go, "Oh, okay, got him." I can I used to be able to do that. I don't know what happened. Okay, are you a bigger alien fan or a predator fan? Predator. Really, I love, I'm an alien fan. I love um, that's a, that's a good debate right here. Go yeah, ahead. it is. Go ahead. Um, so I love the first two <laughs> Alien movies. They're really good. So Alien yeah. and Aliens, really great. Top yeah. of the pick of the barrel. Yeah. But in terms of quality that goes down, you can tell that um, Alien hurts more. <laughs> Look me in the eyes. Hey, they have bounced back though. Okay. In they, what? Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Okay, Prometheus was made. Alien Covenant was good. <laughs> Prometheus was mid. It was mid, and you know it. Listen, it's... Seven out of ten. <laughs> five out of ten. Six and a half. Six point one. You got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, no, I enjoyed Alien Covenant a lot, because mm-hmm. the thing that was missing out of Prometheus in my brain was that mm-hmm. it, it tried to be something... Like, I get it, one to play like in the dark of all that, but then once Ridley Scott's name on it, you're like, hold up a minute. Yeah. Hold up a minute. And you're like, and like, you got that hint and all that. I just think there was like the overarching angle that like there were higher beings is cool, but don't make that the last act of your movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That was my, that was kind of my big problem with it. Kind of like with the Dark Knight Rises. Don't Don't get me started on that trilogy, bro. Don't. Don't end your franchise off of something that you could build off of. Right. This is the end of something. Yeah, this you is the end of something. It. Kill it. Yes. Let right. it let a good series die a good series. Right. You know. And and uncon and a controversial opinion here. Mm. The Dark Knight trilogy is just okay. With one really big standout in Heath Ledger as a concept. So I think Batman Begins is a good time. It's entertaining. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually find myself, if I am ever like bored, there's a go-to movie that I play in my head. It's honestly Batman Begins. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm at work for like several hours You're and like, whatnot, two, two, and two, I need two, to pass two. two and a half hours in my head, I will just play that movie because I've watched that movie so many times. Um, no, uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Alien and Predator. Yeah. So, um, and my thing, and I'll finish that real quick. Yeah. Predator stays consistent for a little bit, and then it does the weird mixy thing, like with um AVP and all that. Yeah, where they both just go, um, but like um, but then Predators was good. I don't like the Predator. That was a terrible movie. I my thing about terrible. My thing about Shane Black (laughs) is that when he makes his own ideas, he's fantastic. If he touches anything with a franchise, 
Sir, what are you doing to your career? Well, my question is, why did you turn The Predator from a horror to a comedy? Because Shane Black ma- markets, like, he's fantastic in comedies. Right. Because but the good you, guys, But the he was an actor that was in the first Predator movie. So he, he should know. He should know how Predator goes. So why are you going to throw in Marvel jokes? Like, don't get me wrong. Is there a comic relief character in the first Predator movie? Yeah. Yes. Shane Black. Yeah. Okay. And in Predator 2, there was another one. And in Predators, there was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Walton Goggins, one of my favorite, the prisoner guy. Yeah. He was the comic relief. Not every single character needs to be the comic relief. And that is something that Marvel movies are doing way too much of as well. Where like Tony Stark's cracking jokes, Captain America's cracking jokes, the Hulk's cracking jokes. Not everybody needs to be the comic relief. And it bothers me so much. <laughs> but then it got, no one needs to be comic. Because if everyone's the comic relief, then no one's the comic book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Then it's like the endless paradox. If yeah. everyone's good at something, then no one's good at something. Exactly. Um, it's It comes to that where those movies are destined to do this forever, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, But there's only a select amount of people who can understand what these movies can do and will be. Yeah. And with Shane Black, he's a fantastic comedy writer. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. The Good Guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting the third movie I love about his. But either way, this man, he <laughs> developed his... So to go on your point of he was there, yeah. he was there, but he didn't... He was there at someone else's control, whim, and creative idea. The, so when yeah. in him making his own control, creative, and like directorial idea, mm-hmm. he's made comedies. He's yeah. made action comedies, which have... Honestly, been some of the best movies that have come out in a long time. In, in a while, yeah. Yeah, because The Good Guy still firmly plays over in my head a lot. Did okay. you ever watch that movie? The Good Guys. Oh, but that was... Um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell uh, Crowe. Crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Oh, my Love God. It it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> my aunt just said she loved that movie. And I said, there's tits within the first five minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just over here like, What? <laughs> My my religious aunt did what? <laughs> my religious aunt enjoyed who? <laughs> but no, it just it it also makes sense. Like I liked Boyd Holbrook in the Predator. Like yeah. his character was. Oh solid. yeah, yeah. My thing is that I think it was just disjointed because at the end you can clearly tell this was something that was written in high school. Um, that's yeah. always the jokes that I make when it comes to the ending just being stupidly rushed and having nothing. Yeah. It just it's something I wrote in college. It's something I wrote in high school. Yeah. And no, like, and well, see, I like Alien because it's see. I I think whenever you compare the two, Alien and Predator, Predator is more of an action horror. It's not. A, I would even say it's horror. It's suspense. Suspense. Okay. With, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd give you that. With Alien, you get more horror. Like these are we're though. I think the only reason we're actually talking about this is because in two thousand four, two thousand three, everyone's wet dream came true of just being um, like they're a- gonna fight. They're gonna they're fight. They're gonna yeah. fight. Well, Alien, the the <clears throat> Alien movie, the first one, mm-hmm. is honestly on my list of oh, like, it's one of the my best movies ever made. Favorite movie of all time. It's, well, I think it's in my top made. five. Yeah. I would put it in my top 100%. five. Hundred percent. Echo chamber. Um. Sigourney Weaver is awesome in that movie. Yeah. Um, I wish I was born in the 70s. Um, but then we would never have met. And then this episode's not happening. And then wait, what? <laughs> and then we just explode. Oh, yeah. The whole grandfather paradox. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good question for you. Do you think time travel is possible? 
Um, only going forward. Because only going forward. Because okay. like the only way, like in my brain, the way it works is that if you go back in time, it does not affect the timeline you came from. Instead, you create a branch timeline. So okay. multiverse theory. A multiverse theory. Multiverse theory. But if you wanted to go see the after the effects of something in your timeline, you could only go forward. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Because see, I I have actually been asked uh, recently, do I think time travel is possible? And I said no, strictly because of the grandfather paradox. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of the grandfather paradox. Okay, for those that have not that are listening, grandfather paradox. There's Wikipedia. I'm joking. It, yeah, <laughs> there's Wikipedia. Um, basically, the grandfather. Uh, okay, in layman's terms, uh, if you were sent back in time to kill your grandfather, then how could you have been born in the first place to have done it? But then you. But then branching then multiverse theory kicks in but because but again if the multiverse theory is only going forward how can you go back no, to no, the no, past no, no, to no. kill your so grandfather multiverse theory so at the point when you go back to kill your grandfather you have created a new timeline where you have done that and then thus you continue but wait what because so, you don't exist if you kill your grandfather no so the way that multiverse theory works um is that if you go back if you go back and you kill this person, you okay. create a branch in the timeline. Not your timeline, but a branch in it. That timeline, not that, your own. Correct. So Okay, as, I'm following you. As everything goes, okay. and then you go back like here yeah. to the wrist, as I'm using hand gestures in an audio. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they killed him. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even notice that you were doing the whole hand thing the whole time. And then you said that. Oh my god. I talked with my hands. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna make that joke now. Like, hey, look at your background on look at your desktop background. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know what we're right? talking about. Um, no, so again, so Sorry. like say your grandfather's at the wrist, you're here at the beginning of like your timeline, right? You go back to the wrist huh. your grandfather is, okay. and then you shoot <clears throat> your grandfather, thus diverging mm-hmm. that plot, that like timeline. Gotcha. Yeah, so like you continue on. Like you're gone from like that timeline, but if you choose to go back to your timeline, mm. you're fine. Because as soon you've created a fractured or splinter event, mm. then therefore... That goes on and you don't exist in so, that timeline. Do you believe in the multiverse? Oh fuck yeah. Really? You believe that there could be multiple universes? I firmly believe there are multiple universes, multiple Earths, because with choice because in the idea of choice and all that. And the butterfly effect. Not and all even that. butterfly effect, man. Butterfly effect's really weird. I don't remember. Murphy's Law, all that stuff. Murphy's Law is if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Which it usually does on my end. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'm kidding. Um, what, like, so, what were we talking about? Multiverse. Multiverse theory. So, like, oh, when it went to butterfly, and butterfly's kind of weird, um, because... Yeah, the butterfly effect Butterfly for, implies that there is no multiverse theory, because... But I thought... Well, no, I mean, it could, can it? Because the butterfly effect... It's still going back in time. No, because if you think about it, like, no, no, no. Okay, so think about it. Mm-hmm. The butterfly effect, if if looking back at it, states that if you, Dylan, were, did not know Brandon all the way back in college, then he would not have sent you a message asking you to come work on Comfort Zone. Butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
of but that, that small ma- little event that eventually led to but it's that still point the matter in time. Fact of choice. It's still choosing to like, like indirectly go to Ball State, take French as a class, continue in French. It's still just these amalgamation of choices. Okay, so do you believe in fate? I don't firmly believe in fate. So the way around it, like people who say like destiny and fate and all that. Yeah. Like I'm a fundamental being of the chaos of the universe does what it wants. We're in the wind a lot of the time, but mm. we have choices. We have choices that affect the direction we take in the wind. See, I, I often hear, oh, it is what it is or what's happened has happened. Mm-hmm. I might think about that in the past. Whenever I hear that phrase, Mm -hmm. it always bothers me whenever people use that as an excuse to do nothing. Oh, it bothers me to know. Because whenever you say what's happened has happened, it should actually be an expression of faith into the mechanics of the world or to God or whatever you believe in. Right. Into that all things are happening for a reason or Mm -hmm. within a purpose or within a certain, as you were putting it, a path. Or like a timeline that leads to fate, or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Like yeah. it's a faith. It's faith into the mechanics of the world. It's not. It's not a reason to not do anything. It's not a reason to continually be miserable at a job. Exactly. Like, um, anything like that. Yeah. And uh, random side tangent that kind of goes along with everything. Yeah. Uh, the second season of the Bear fucks um, in every way, shape, and form. No, the reason why. The reason why is because there's a character in second season. And it's too relatively out there right now that I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. My rule is like it has to be out for a month before I start talking shit. Oh, uh, okay. And it's, sure, sure, sure. And it's only been out for. See, I'd, uh, I'd, over I do that with shit. movies, but I wait until it's been like released on DVD. I don't like, even fuck with that because you know why the internet exists. People could look that up on the day of. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bootleg. Bootleg. <laughs> all that shit. We're not condoning that. No, no. No, no, government. Unless it, unless it is with comfort zone. That way we can get more people to watch it. I will stream that <laughs> on all of our foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it just goes to the idea that. Wait, what? Refresh the movies. The, oh, uh, 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 multiverse. Uh, no, we're way past uh, that now. Butterfly effect. Way past that now. Uh, fate. The, the, we're kind of there now. We're kind of there. Uh, uh, the Bear Season 2. Oh, Bear Season 2. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, okay. There we no, go. it's just like, ironically, a lot of things in Bear Season 2 yeah. um, are about the path you're leading, the choices you make, the destiny and fate of it all. And ironically, holy shit. Holy shit, that holy shit. I'm sorry, I, I've unlocked more depth of the bear season two. Um Okay. Like no, it's just like <laughs> I'm sitting here watching you actually go through this process. I am, because I I'm very like I animate when I think. Um, <laughs> Your eyes got really big, like yeah. holy shit. Holy shit! Like <laughs> yeah. a light bulb came on. <laughs> well because like the bear, I I can't remember a show that has ever left me in more emotional turmoil at the end of a season than I've seen with this show. Oh, really? Because legitimately, dude, you'd love the bear. Like, not even from the fact I, of like, I do have a friend that's telling me I do need to. Sit I'm going to strap that. you to a chair, feel your eyelids open, feed you and water you, of course. Yeah. Like the good, well, like thank the good you. Tom Sellers. Do I get a bucket? Uh, you'll get up for bathroom breaks. Oh, sweet. Thanks, yeah. dude. Yeah, you'll get up, but like, you'll just need to get sat back in the chair. Oh. Well, at least I get the bathroom break. Yeah, and I can, you know, well, exercise the look, legs a little I'm, bit. I'm just gonna look. Look, Q's in the chair, and then you'll fall for it multiple times. <laughs> Wait, I need to pat the cat. Yep. And then it's like, damn it, why do I keep falling for that? <laughs> but like, legitimately, half that season, 
the analysis you could take into like episodes four through ten. Yeah. It's a masterclass of you want to talk about cinematography? Holy fucking shit! That's a good show for it's us. got the best cinematography I've seen in a minute. It's got great characters. Like it's like the it was kind of like a cynical, realistic take on owning a restaurant and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and but like at the end, something miraculous happens, and like you're like, holy shit! It diverted from yeah. this, but only yeah. to jump into season two, mm. which is fucks. Just fucks. Um, and, like, it's a really great show. The people who write and direct it know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just really... The amount of emotions I had were like, they're succeeding! Oh, my God, the character's wrong! Oh, my God, I'm sad! Oh, my God! Like, I don't want to... Honestly, say, I love it when shows do that. Right? I'm just like, uh All the emotions. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll have to check that out. It's then. so fucking good. Like, if you just need one show for the summer, like, to watch... Like, legitimately, they're anywhere between, like, a half hour, 35, 40 minutes each. Um, There's only one episode that's an hour and a half, and that's, like, a a flashback episode. Gotcha. Where it explains a lot of stuff from season one into... Gotcha. That led up to season one. Gotcha. Yeah. So, let me ask you this, then. Mm Mm-hmm. Believing in the whole multiverse theory. Yes. Um, Do you think... Or let me ask you this, actually. Mm-hmm. Is there a multiverse in your life that you would like to go back to or you would like to visit because of stuff that's, say, like, gone on in this life that you're... No. no. I've had this thought multiple times. I've had this conversation really? with myself multiple times. Really? Okay. Where it's like, we should have... No. Yeah, like the red pill and blue, blue Not pill. Not even the red pill, blue pill. It's just like okay. those moments where you talk to yourself in your own head. Or at least for me. Yeah. It's like talking to myself. And like... um, And it's just these moments where it's just... You think about it and you're just like, no, that's stupid. Mm. Why the fuck would I think about this? I'm, I'm going to keep rambling on. I'm going to go insane by these ideas. This fact of like, if I didn't do that shit, I could have been here. If I did that shit, I could have been there. No. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... The reason for why thinking like that doesn't fuck with anything or do anything well is because you can still do it. Like, are you in the same position you are? No, you grew up, you got a bit older, you may not be in the financial situation, you may not have the same opportunities, but you can get that shit back, at least the last two back. Mm -hmm. Where, like, you can think about it. You can get with people, creative people like you, or, like, go out into the world and by random happenstance meet some creative motherfuckers or meet people in your field or start a soccer league. Just do some shit. (laughs) We've gone into the... I'm going to get soapboxy oh no 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 go um we've gotten to this world where and this isn't anything new in a world of so much connection we've never been further apart just because people are i'm not the first one to say that i'm not gonna be the last person to say that and i'm not taking credit for the original person who said that yes um it's just the idea that we've become scared of human connection a little bit where it's like and that's why everyone i see on the streets go hello good day good morning well and i recently spoke about this with a friend of mine Mm mm-hmm I asked her what she thinks about online dating. Yeah. Well, she asked me, what, what do I think about online dating? Mm-hmm. So, and I said to her that, uh, well, I think it presents two opportunities, one good, one bad. Yeah. Okay. One good, I can meet people that I didn't even know I could possibly even meet. Right. And it allows me to uh, narrow down my preferences and what it is I'm looking for in a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know, actually, uh, they predict that by 2030, 
over 50% of marriages will have started from online dating. That doesn't surprise me a little bit. Right. Now, that's also the bad part mm-hmm. of online dating is, as you were talking about, that whole human connection side of things. Online dating has presented an opportunity of us to build this mentality of if it doesn't work, like if there's like a few things I don't like about, say, person A. It's a left. Then, yeah. Well, no, say, well, no, say you swipe right on this person yeah. and you go and you communicate with them You, you ma- like you match. You had a few things in common and then you go and you go and then you go on a few days with them and then you're like, oh, well, actually... They like this and I like that. I don't really know. Swipe left and then you say, I don't think it's going to work out. Then you go to somebody else. Now, while that does offer, as I said, ample opportunities for you to find someone within your preferences. It makes everyone look like a stick of meat. (laughs) It makes, yes. Not only does it make everybody look like a stick of meat, but it's built this mentality of, I want an easy relationship. I don't want anything hard. You know, and I'm not saying, and when I say hard, I don't mean like, 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 (laughs) I don't mean like, you know, it like something that's like, you know, argument every now and again and, you know, this and then compatibility. I'm not saying that kind of hard. You're not. I'm saying hard as in like, it's worth it. It's worth the struggle. The work. The put and everything. Yes. Because we've, can I go? I'll finish up here just real quick. It, it's you, you, are creating you are you are instead saying oh instead of putting up with a few issues that i may have with this person Mm -hmm. like a few like maybe ticks or something like that like Mm -hmm. i hate like it peeves me whenever they do this or like it annoys me whenever they do that instead of communicating that or instead of working through it with that person to like hey this is how I best receive love or, Hey, how do I best give you love? instead of working through like an issue like that, or at least trying to put in the effort mm-hmm. to try to put, to fix an issue like that. You just swipe left and go, Nope, I'm going to go find someone that is cut like cut and paste or copy and paste. I should say copy and paste a carbon copy of me in the opposite sex. And when that happens is you find it's just, it's just easy. It's just too easy, if that makes sense. No, it makes because sense. relationships should come easy. They should, but, but they shouldn't come months too of working easy. Hard of like figuring each other out. Yes, hanging out with each other. Legitimately, like my last relationship, I enjoyed how it started out and how it went. Because of course, like you never remember the good times when you always think about the bad. So every mm-hmm. time I think about something bad, like no, remember the time we had fun or the time we did all that. Yeah, and like in in and I do that because it's just thinking about. Well, if I keep thinking negatively about this motherfucker, then I'm not, I'm no better than when I was, when I had that thought, like this motherfucker, this motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, No, it's, it goes to the thought that like, well, going before I go down this rabbit hole off your rabbit hole, it's the idea of immediacy. It's the idea of immediacy and not wanting to really work and like yeah that's what i was trying to get at yeah. it's like and you can I, immediately like, interrupt real quick because yeah you can immediately just yeah 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 and yeah like, go ahead and it also goes with the idea of just like again we're two white guys what the fuck do we know <laughs> uh, but like, this is us on our soapbox you can break our soapbox anyway. yeah. i'm gonna go find a new one and fuck off. Yeah. um let's call this podcast shut up um <laughs> uh, this it, and it, it's um it's the idea of immediacy, the idea of not really working or like 
just randomly talking. My bios are just like are things I made for my friend. Like my I gave my friend my bios for my dating apps. And I said, here you go, fun. Have fun. I, I and did. he left one sentence. Uh, if you like anime, it only gets better from here. That's not one of them. That's one of them. And the other one was and the other one was, he's pretty neat. He's pretty neat. Yeah. And that's he's it. a Nietzsche. He's pretty neat. And that's it. And like that's all leaving. I'm like, fuck it. Because we, everyone either puts a paragraph or they're a bot or they're something else. You know what I cannot stand seeing on online dating profiles is the girls that say, if you can't handle me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. Like that's not a good opener. It's, it's definitely not because like, I want to be able to handle you at your, your worst. worst. That way, that way we're we not, can, we're not terrified of the idea. Of yeah, it. no, like the reason why I'm not going to date you because you're perfect for me. No. I'm going to date you because you are an imperfect person. And I find your imperfections beautiful. beautiful. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that was a high five for an audio nice right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and I agree with you in every sense of this. It's just, it's like immediacy. And like, we've gone down to the basic factors of just like, tits aren't that big or like some people have and like all that shit. Or like, oh, well, you know. I mean, there, there is some kind of fact. I'm, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If we're going on, I'm going to cover his ass here real quick. Based on human biology. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm I know, definitely kidding. I know. I mean, you do have to be attracted to the person that you're talking to. Of course. You of can't, course. Like, if you don't, if you like, it's like, if you're not attracted to the human. Yeah, you're not going to. Then why the fuck are you even talking? You're not to really going to make an effort to flirt with them. Right. right exactly. And then it just goes from there. And then yeah. it's all bang. Let's just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's just be friends is like occasionally once every year you just look and go, holy fuck. And then randomly like you just see that person on the wire. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just. And yeah, no, I don't. Online dating is a real bitch and a half because the people who like the ideas of going out for me. Mm-hmm. are like if i'll I'll go to a teenies i'll go to a, a metro yeah but i'm not going out there to fucking flirt i'm going see, out there to get sweaty and dance and oh, tell dude. people to fuck off see the way that i am is i don't want to go to the i don't want to go to clubs no. i don't want to i don't want to do this or that i want to take you on a date well no like you know, it's like meeting old, people and like well no that. i mean like a date oh, yeah. you know like it, like if I got if I got some spare change in my pocket, I'll buy you I'm a going drink I'm going to, yeah I'm going to take you out. <gasps> we gonna be fancy like Applebee's on date night, like that song is one of my favorite songs. We gonna be fancy like Applebee's, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take you out for a good time. I'm gonna hold your hand. I'm gonna hold the door. I'm gonna walk on the side of the street whenever we're on the sidewalk. For any fellas that don't know the sidewalk rule, you need to look it up and you need to learn it soon. Unclassy motherfuckers. Yeah. No, just, Tell me, are you are you in love? With myself? No, are you in love? Right now? Yeah. No. No? No. Like for me, like for I was once, like recently. I was once recently in love. And then things happen. Like, you know, mm-hmm. shit happens. But I've gone from that idea to more loving myself, so that means improving myself mentally, physically, and all that. Yeah. Like, I feel like in order to better love someone else, I have to love me a bit more. Mm-hmm. Because I've done, I've, I've done a lot of subserviency. I've done a lot of pleasing. I've never really done it for myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I've never enjoyed, like... I'm, I'm not going to say never. I'm like... <laughs> I, that, that was wrong. That was an incorrect statement. Mm. Um, it's just... 
I just want to enjoy living and then I'll run into people. Like I've ran to Brand, I've ran to you, I've ran to Vigo, I've ran into Yeah. Um What's her name? Biggest dick in the Midwest? I Joanna! Joanna! <laughs> I knew her name. I just wanted to... Biggest dick in the Midwest. Like, I've run into all these cool people, and, like, yeah. it's just... And, like, I feel like it just comes from the idea of just going with the chaos, man. Going with the wind a little bit. Going with the wind. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's just how it is, and, like, that's how... In my brain, I'm not saying I'm smart by any means, or if I'm some fucking guru or whatever the fuck... <laughs> Like, I'm too white to be a guru. Um, uh, it's just living, man. Like, it's mm-hmm. I want to find this joy of living again. I want to find this joy of being happy with everything. And then, why did I shave my beard? <laughs> <laughs> I look like a baby face again. I've doomed myself. Doomed. I, uh... I was waiting to see if the puppy boy bust into my room. I heard him. And resume. And resume. <laughs> Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You looked at me with such sad eyes after I said <laughs> I that. I, I, said, I said I was, and you, I just, the, yeah. the eyes, and look in your eyes was just like, oh, oh <laughs> because I want things for you. I want you to be happy. Oh, I, I was. I, yeah. I definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, <sighs> I won't get into it because yeah, that's for the relationship podcast that we do well, on Patreon. No, not even that. It's yeah. it's just. I mean, this is a public. This yeah. is this is public speaking. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, and I could go on about my feelings about uh, the relationship mm-hmm. before, during, and after. But I mean, you know, I'm not. I mean, like, if you after the show, if you want to talk about it, like we yeah. can. But like, I'm not about to do that on here because. A, all like it I takes said, is one human to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, all, all, like I said, A, I'm a private person. Yeah. B, um, no one really needs to give a fuck because it's not going to affect their lives any differently. And C, um, the other person is not here to give their side of the story in any way, shape, or form. And so, like, your viewers could have a very biased, one sided story, and that's not fair to the other person. So, you know, it's just uh, it just builds drama whenever there's just a one-sided story, right. and I'm not I'm not gonna deal with that. It's it's over. It's done. And <laughs> so, fun fact: <laughs> when you said they're not here, I'm like, oh god, they died. Oh no 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 they are no 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 no. I was like, damn, he got he got he got rom comed real hard. He got he got upped real good. I got I got the classic rom com though I did I did I was like fuck and I'm like oh thank God and that's that's about as far as I'll go with it right yeah right but but yeah mm-hmm. you know moving on and uh, um this man's beautiful ladies to the also just want to say you still you the you know how I told you you're the most listened like the last episode we did yeah you, you, you keep breaking you keep breaking that record brother <laughs> <laughs> do I yeah it's at like forty five oh shit. as a singular episode a singular episode yeah. shit well good I hope this uh, I hope let's double that with this one yeah let's double let's that go with for this ninety one. let's, let's go see go what for, happens the last see, time yeah. I got ninety it was a bot though <laughs> <laughs> no I'm uh I'm going out there and I'm. 
don't know. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily dating. I'm not really in like a quote unquote dating mood. No, I got you. Uh, I don't really know if that's uh, something for it's me. Just vibes for the for the future, right? It's just I'm just vibing right yeah. now. And Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Like we, there's always this. <laughs> well, I and see, and I again, I'm not going to try to get too private or, or or get too personal of what goes on in my private life or get too much into like previous relationship he and previous burlesque. relationships with an S. Is that I have noticed this about myself is that whenever I get, you know, really like into a relationship, it becomes a big time consumption for me yeah. because I allow it to because it's this new thing that I'm really passionate about that I really am devoted to. And so I throw a little bit too much of myself into a relationship. And so I, I know that about myself, admittedly. That's nothing wrong to admit then at that point. Well, and see, and that's the thing. Apparently it is. <laughs> so that's why I see like my wrong? thing is, is like I do, I do move slow. Yeah. My thing is that I do move slow. I have to, because I don't know who you are. I have to get to know you, but at the same time, I am going to make moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I perfectly understand that. Yeah. I feel like going slow and like getting to know someone's perfectly fine though. Yes. So, and that's. That's kind of where I'm at is like I I am slowing my horses way down and I'm just vibing. They are I'm grazing to, the field. They are grazing the fields. I feel like Richard Richard Attenborough needs to be narrating something right now. Here we see <laughs> the delightful horses. A red mare has wandered onto the field. The red mare has, yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, there, yeah, there's something. A uh, girl I'm talking to uh, actually used to have a red mare. Yeah. What did... So how, how you just pop that up. Yeah. <laughs> how you just pick that one up is... <laughs> I won't lie. I thought of Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> I love that series so much. And it's like the base horse. Oh my god! <laughs> like, and I'm so here like, oh, how do I tell him? <laughs> oh, there's Kitty. Yeah, she eating. She aw. She eats her food too quickly. <sighs> Every morning, it's like okay. So, yeah. so tell me this then again. Yeah. But more about the multiverse because I'm really curious. Okay. As so to your thoughts. Like so. It. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you... Do you think that there's, like, a even, like, more, like, minute or more minuscule? So, like, the um, tiniest of tiniest. The tiniest. Tini say instead of you waking up at 8.01 this morning to grab, like, a cup of coffee, you woke up at 8.01 and grabbed a bottle of orange juice. Those... So, in, in like, this is just my stupid brain about it. Sure. Is, like, those exist... But there's already a timeline that's happening. And do you want me to get like really deep into this real quick? Do it. <laughs> Here's I took my hat off and everything. I'm did. ready. No, this is like this is my tinfoil hat moment. Okay. I've had dreams where I'm legitimately living a different life. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So in my little headcanon of the world, whenever <laughs> we sleep, we go to a different reality, a different multiverse thing. Yeah. That's yeah. my headcanon. Like, anything that collaborates with anything, and you just immediately go to it. Can you imagine trying to explain sleep to an alien that doesn't sleep? 
No. Because I just like, be like, like do breasts. Like, just be like, yeah. So, uh, throughout the day, I will eat an apple, and then all the I energy that's in that energy. Yeah, I will consume its energy, and uh, I will burn that energy whenever I have to eat again. The alien would look at me and be like, "Oh, huh, okay. What else?" At night. <laughs> at night. <laughs> regardless of how much energy I've consumed throughout the day. The body needs to repair and recharge. I just need to shut shut it down for like seven, eight, nine, sometimes even twelve hours at a time. God, I miss, <laughs> sleep I miss sleeping for twelve hours. Oh wow, that sounds like a terrible time. No, it's not. Because, Your body heals itself because yeah. my brain plays movies in my head that I'm in. Sometimes they're scary. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> there's a dream that sticks with me and i'm like i need to write a script about that it's a horror one did uh did i ever tell you this crazy dream share experience i had where no okay uh are you familiar with the concept of dream sharing to a degree okay so this is a true 100 percent true story that i had with i i dream shared with my mom Whenever I think I was like maybe a sophomore or junior in high school, I was I was Pornhub entrance. Whoa, whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Um, in my dream, yeah. Okay, I was walking through the desert, and I came across this uh, this pit, this hole in the ground, and I look down into the hole, and I see the silhouette of a woman. Okay, and around her, from like almost all around her, snakes just start approaching her. Okay. And I'm terrified of snakes, but I'm not, I'm not going to let this, let this woman die. You know, I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be the hero. So I grab a vine. I swing down. I grab this woman and then John, and then I pull her out. I pull her out of the pit. Yeah. Yeah. John Yeah. Um, I pull her out of the pit and then I woke up before I could even like see who it was. And I thought that was just like really weird. So I remember I went downstairs and I started telling my mom, you know, I had this really crazy dream Mm -hmm. and the entire time I'm telling her this, She's looking at me as if like I'm like I got forks growing out of my eyes or some shit, you know. Which you do. They're beautiful. As Thank you. Thank you. They're they're very hazily. Yeah. Um, and she goes, "Well, that's really weird." I said, "Why?" And she goes, "Because I had a dream last night where I was in a cave, and I came across this hole that was at the top of the cave, and I was trying to figure a way how to climb out of the cave." And then a bunch of snakes came after me and someone swooped down and saved me from the pit of snakes. No, not shitting you. I have something like that. Oh, too. really? Um, so it was back when I was going to graduate college okay. in December. I had a dream that my mom and I got into this really big fucking argument and like we were yelling at each other and all that. Yeah. Like, um, I failed the class. I wasn't going to go back. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. She had the exact same dream of us having an argument, Our argument and talking about a thing. Like <laughs> it was like a report card thing. She had it too. And like legitimately oh, shit. same shit. We talked about this at like St. Joe's bar, St. Joe's brewery in downtown. Uh, and she just went, wait, you had that dream. I had that dream too. Holy shit. Do you ever have lucid dreams? All the time. Oh dude. Those are my favorite kinds of it's dreams. It's always just like, wait, I'm in the dream. I actually no, I I'm I actually created myself a a totem just like in in, in uh, Inception. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. I made myself a totem. I'm not gonna say what it is. Of course not. Um, 
But uh, for those that don't know, a totem is like something. To- it's it's a piece of. It could be it could be honestly anything. They mainly do rigged um, stuff. Yeah, it's like it's got to be it's got to be rigged. Um, because just right, open. has a loaded die. Yeah, he has a loaded die. So if it doesn't land on one of the loaded sides, he's he knows he's in a dream. Right. And if it lands on a loaded side, he knows he's in reality. Right. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio had a had a had a top, and His in the dream, top, well, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But in the dream, it spins and spins and spins and spins and, and doesn't stop. Yeah. But in reality, obviously, it, it stops. It stops. So I actually made myself a, a totem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get into it because it's my totem. It's my totem. But it is it is uh, weight rigged. Um, so it's like Elliot Page's when um, she, now he, had like the weighted uh, chess piece. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, so like couldn't knock it over. Yep, sort of. Um, and I remember I set that down by my bedside. And there's like different like tips that you can like give yourself to mm-hmm. like prepare to have a lucid dream that night. Um, and so I remember I had a lucid dream and like, you're, you're aware that you're dreaming. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I woke up, it still felt somewhat real, even though I knew it was a dream. And then I just tipped my totem and I was just like, all right, like, yeah. So now like I have one of those where like, where you have those kinds of dreams that feel just really too real. Mm -hmm. Um, that almost, it's almost nightmarish for how real they can be. It could be like a really good dream, but like. You're scared of how real it felt. You know what I mean? You yeah. get that feeling sometimes? Yeah. So, and I actually had one uh, not too long ago, about a month ago. And uh, it just, it terrified the hell out of me. And I woke up and used the totem. And it's it's awesome to use that thing. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a good time. <laughs> what would be the most useless totem? What would be the most useless totem? Yeah. I'll counter you that question with a different one. What would be the most useless superpower? The ability to immediately go to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> See, I think it would be the ability to breathe underwater, but only when you're not underwater. <laughs> that means you're suffocating. That just means you're suffocating. It just means you can't breathe underwater. Yeah. <laughs> no, the most useless... Honestly, that totem's kind of dope. It's um, it's a fake-away knife. Ooh. But it's a fake away knife in real life, but in real life it pokes you. It, like, it would poke dream, you. Yeah. It pokes you. Yeah. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I just thought about that. I'm like, that one's st- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ooh. Uh, ooh. That's I was just thinking one. I was just thinking of like an origami totem or something like that. It's like the constantly. fortune teller one, you know, or <laughs> Am I blue. in a dream? Yes. <laughs> you flip it over. That would that's actually dope too. Like you just pull out of your pocket, and go <laughs> in the middle of a standoff. Yeah. Oh thank God! No 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 no! Oh my gosh! And on that note of useless totems, this has been another episode of Police Just Talking. Thank you for listening, Thomas. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for it. having me back on. And uh, in closing, I just want to say once more. Uh, that I really do appreciate all the messages that I received uh, in regards to uh, your own mental health uh, journeys. And I just want to say uh, I'm here to always be a helping hand, but please, as as I said earlier, please uh, seek the guidance and help of a professional um, if need be. So, 
go fuck shit up. Have some fun, kids. Yeah. And um, hope you're all doing okay.